The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. My father went in for a routine operation. It was so routine and it was so small that they didn't even put him out. They didn't even put him under anesthesia. It was an operation that he had, a, he had some sort of a blood clot in his leg. All they had to do was give him a local anesthetic on the bottom of his leg. And then they would, I, I know this looks difficult, but they would then put a stent through the bottom of the foot to clear the clog, the clot that was in his leg, just to clear it through. It was like a liquid draino type of an operation, just to clear the pipe, to clear the vein. And he was up, and the doctor was there, and he was doing it. They were talking to each other. They were laughing at the same time, joking around to each other. All of a sudden, something went wrong. And while the doctor was pushing the stent up, instead of pushing it through the vein, he hit an artery. And my father started bleeding almost to death. At that moment, the doctor leaps up, grabs something off the shelf, puts it under my father's tongue inside his mouth, and tells him, if you don't want to die, you will swallow this now. My father didn't know what hit him. The whole world, like literally, went dark for a moment. It's like time stopped. And he was in this bad type of Twilight Zone. And the same doctor that he was laughing with a second or two ago is sticking something into his mouth telling him, if you don't swallow this now, you're going to die. So quickly, out of sheer trauma and panic, he listened and it put him out in a moment. And they did an emergency surgery. And they ended up stopping Baruch Hashem, the bleeding. And then the doctor, what was seemingly to be just a simple procedure, redid the procedure and finally took out the clot. My father woke up, and he couldn't see. He lost his vision. He could not see. At first, they thought that it was some sort of an altercation, maybe from the trauma or the fear that he went through on this operation. But then later on, a few days later, when my father ended up going to the real specialists, they told him, no, you had a stroke. That operation and that big mess up that the doctor did threw you into a manual stroke. And he suffered a stroke and lost his eyesight. He lost his vision. He couldn't see more than literally someone whose face was right in front of him. But if you stood an inch to the right or an inch to the left, he couldn't see you. No peripheral vision and hardly any distance vision. It was literally just someone that stood right in the front of his face. He saw them barely. He didn't know what to do. And my father was so depressed. Will he ever see again? Will he see his kids? I mean, will he see his family? We all ran. We dropped everything we were doing when we heard what happened. We went to visit him. And we saw that when we walked into the room, he didn't even turn his head. He didn't even know we were there. He didn't know we were there. We were broken. He was broken. And we started to dominate our hearts out. He comes back home to Lakewood. And the doctors told him, don't worry. Maybe miraculously, your sight might come back. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And then it comes the first day of yeshiva. My father's sitting there depressed at home. And he tells my mother, I can't go to yeshiva. I can't read. I can't see. My haruta, I'm going to have to tell him that he's going to have to learn with somebody else this month. And my mother told him, no, don't worry, you'll see. One day you'll go back. In the afternoon, Ben Azdarim, I call up my mother to find out how my father's doing. She says to me, you're not going to believe it. Your father went to yeshiva. I said, what? He told me he's not going to yeshiva. 
How could he go to yeshiva? He can't see. He can't see. He can't read a word. How is he? What did he do? How did he learn? She says, here, talk to your father. She puts my father on the phone. I said, Abba, what happened today? I thought you weren't going to yeshiva. You can't read. You could hardly see anything. He says, I know. He says, when I woke up this morning, I was so depressed. And after I prayed, I sat here in the house and I told your mother, I'm not going to yeshiva. I can't see. But then I said, no. Who gave me these eyes? You made him work once. I believe in you. You can make him work again. He got up. He put his coat on. And he tells my mother two minutes later, I changed my mind. I'm going to yeshiva. She said, what? What are you talking about? He says, just take me to yeshiva. She literally held him like, 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 I don't want to say it, like a blind man. She put him in the car and took him to yeshiva the first day of his mom. He walks into yeshiva. A few guys run over, put him down on his chair. His chavruta comes by and he tells him, just give me a few minutes. He opens up his gemara and he tells me that this is what he did. He says, I opened up my gemara. And he says to me, Duvro, I look down. And I saw nothing, nothing. And he says, I closed my eyes. And I said, Abba, I am not moving from here until you let me learn. I came here to learn. You gave me my eyes. I believe in you. You're going to let me see again. And he says, he looked down. He saw nothing. He says, Abba, I believe in you. You're going to let me see. Let me see. I need to see. I need to learn. I love you, Torah. I love you. You let me see once. Let me see again. He says, he looks down. He sees a blur on the page. A blur. He says, I'm not leaving here until you give me my sight back. I will sit here for a week. I am not moving from here until you give me my sight back. I need to see. I need to learn. I need your oxygen. I need to breathe. I need my eyes. I need to learn. Please give me the words back. Let me see. He says he looks down again and he starts to see lines. And then after five minutes, he starts to see vague words. And then after a half an hour, he was able to read page. Half hour. To an old Jew who didn't say pen. He said, Hashem, I believe in you a hundred percent. And I'm relying on you. And nobody else out there can help me but you. And he stood there and sat there until those words came back. And they came back. Because when you leave the pen out and you say, Vadai, it's you. And Vadai, I'm relying on you. And Vadai, you're the only one. Hashem says, you relied on me. For that alone, I'm not going to let you down. Because you relied only Abutai, guys, any situation in life, this is the challenge. We all believe, but do we only believe in him? Take a few minutes a day, talk to him, five minutes, quiet room, and just say, Abba, I believe only in you. Hu yikra'eni avi atta, you're Abba, you're my Abba. You love me more than I know what love means. I'm somech alecha, rak alecha, only you. You're the one that brought me this problem, and you're the one that I'm relying on absolutely to take it away. Abba, I love you, and I'm relying on you. And at that moment is the moment of miracles. Thank you for listening. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. 
storiestoinspire.org.